with a view from sitting on the fence. This is Backyard's non-tech channel. Hey, what's happening? Monday morning, sitting on the fence here at Backyard's non-tech channel, time for a state of the play rant. Good idea to do that on a Monday morning, isn't it? Well, for my international viewers at least, um, Melbourne's in dire trouble. Where, depending on who you speak to and what politician around the country, we're responsible now for Australia's second wave. New South Wales is becoming catastrophic. And if you listen to Queensland or Western Australia, Victoria is a biohazard toxic waste dump. And uh, we're not getting much defence. Our politicians are not defending the state. In fact, Dictator Dan seems to be taking it on the chin rather than standing up for the state. Arrogant son of a bitch. Let's face it. Fuck, anyone my age would never have seen something like this coming. Anyone maybe even 20 years older than old mate may never have seen something like this coming. Things are ugly. But I have this horrible feeling it's going to be up to us, the plebs, the public, to fix this fuck up. I mean, let's face it. Bureaucrats, politicians, diplomats, etc. are living in a bubble. They've got no idea half the time what's going on on Main Street and they don't care. It's going to be up to us. We're the ones that are going to have to pick up the fucking pieces of this. No one else is. The politicians don't fucking care. It's going to be up to us. We're the ones that are going to be left holding the can and told to fix the economy. Most big businesses are surviving this, even if they are slightly tight. But small business... It's going to be bad. Unfortunately, though, as I said, the plebs, the general public, Main Street, are going to be the ones that are going to have to rebuild the economy. The bureaucrats are going to invoke more red tape, you can guarantee it. That just goes without saying. The politicians bubble, well, they see everything as ro rosy. Not until they get out of the bubble and realise, oh shit, how things, how bad things really are. Yet no one seems to give a shit. If you're in a boat like old mate, with mental health, it's a battle. I'm not like, I mean, people think I love this, this type of thing. I hate it. The fact that I can't just you know, obviously I can't just go anywhere I want to now. I've got to be very careful. Especially with the other half. I mean, she's a frontline worker. She's the breadwinner. Can't, can't, either one of us get crook. And it's going to be ugly. 
But for those of us with mental health problems, Jesus, times are rough. And those who say that mental health is non-existent, I mean, they can dump as much. I know the Australian federal government has dumped a buttload of money into mental health services. A lot of it, though, is aimed at young people. I'm sort of halfway between. There are going to be some industries that are going to... The IT and telco industry is, is, is paramount now. As businesses start to come back, they're going to be needed. Their work's going to go off the charts. Kudos to them. Glad I don't want to work in it. I couldn't handle it now. Not with up here. A lot of small businesses are not going to survive this. Do politicians care? Of course they fucking don't. Do bureaucrats care? No, they don't. If they did, they'd help Main Street. Fuck. How do you, how do you, how do we as the general public fix this fuck up? Well, first off, tell China to go and get screwed. That's the first thing we've got to do. The second thing we've got to do is look after us. You know, countries, you know, organisations like the UN and, and, and those sort of things, you know, the Red Cross and all those aid organisations. We've got to cut funding and put it back into our countries to help us. We can't hand out money until we fix us because we're not going to have the money to hand out. I mean, aid, ag aid agencies are screaming for cash. Well, fuck, with people losing their jobs, where are they going to get the money? Seriously. The World Health Organization needs to be ditched. The UN's got to go. Futile and impotent organization that it is. As for the World Health Organization being in the back pocket of the CCP. Even with an American on the board, that's got to be a worry. The IMF is running out of money. How's Queensland? If this fucking vaccine happens, they've secured a heap of supply. What's the better that's coming out of fucking China? Don't want no Chinese fucking vaccine. I'll take the American or the British one first. Jesus, at least I know it's right. At least I know it's made for Western society and Western people. I mean, if that's what Queensland's gone and done, that's national security right there. Will they secure a million vaccines if it all goes to plan and it's coming out of China? No wonder Palaszczuk got Queensland going. UQ wants all the Chinese students back. Uh, probably unvetted. So does Daniel Andrews, by the way, but that's a different story. 
you know some some universities will preference international over fucking local I couldn't do uni not a hope in hell I don't, look it, we're, we're the ones that are going to have to pick up the pieces here I know our chief medical officer and chief health officers around the state and the federal chief medical officer are not going to be the ones to repair the damage. Mainly because they don't know how. They have no idea. They're not interested in economics. They don't give a fuck. Their health. The cure for this is going to be worse than the treatment. We know that. But it's not up to them. Well, they believe it's not up to them. Now, I'm not talking your frontline health workers like your doctors and your nurses and your paramedics and your intensive care people. I'm talking about the medical bureaucrats. They don't give a fuck about the economy. What's that old adage? The purpose of a doctor is to fix you. Well, they're not going to fix this. This is a wound that can't be fixed. The only way we're going to fix this is the public's going to be the one that creates the scab to cover the wound while it heals. They're not going to do it. Can you imagine a fucking health bureaucrat from a department of health or something helping out rebuild the economy? Wouldn't even know where the fuck to start. Mental health services are going to be making a lot of money. I mean, to you guys, it probably looks like I'm all right. It's what I call a brave face. No one who has mental health problems is coping with this. And if people think they are, then they need some help. Australia is being, look, they keep saying we're faring better than the rest of the world. You know, I found out, I'm not going to say the number, I happen to find out since March this year, there's been more deaths from people topping themselves than from the virus around the country. But you're not allowed to report it. It's in the mid to high triple figures. I'm obviously not going to publicly say anything, but yeah, that's worse than this. Something like, what, 5,000, 6,000 deaths of the flu last year. Our government's worried about, you know, what was it last week? Tens or hundreds of thousands of people in the state of Victoria getting infected. And the, the, the health system collapsing. Fair suck of the old sauce bottle. At the end of this bullshit, obviously it's up to the general public and the plebs on the street, like old mate. 
to fix the economy. How? How do you fix, you know, not specific areas of, a, of an economy, general areas, small businesses, hospitality, what do you do? No one's got any fucking money. How do you, seriously? It's, it, it, it doesn't work. But you can guarantee it'll be up to us to fix the economy. The government can't. The government can create jobs. But if people don't support those industries, those jobs don't go. Jobless rate in Australia is statistically about 7.4%, but the Prime Minister reckons it's closer to 12. Where I am, where I live, the economy is shrinking daily. Businesses are closing. Do you know if this hadn't happened, I'd probably be back in a job by now. Which is why I'm using YouTube. I'm, I'm making videos because of up here. It keeps me going. Because there's nothing out there at the moment. Frontline workers and, and that like the other half. You know? Some of their jobs are secure. There's not going to be much out there at the end of this, is there? Even if they, it doesn't matter which country you live in and how much money a government, be it state, be it federal, be it local, pours money into the economy. Unless you get the public moving, you're not going to have an economy. Your public confidence in Australia is shrinking. And the longer people stay in their houses and the longer people stay isolated, the bigger the cliff you're going to fall off. Do you know Victoria is now part of China? The government won't say it, but it's obvious. We now live like China. We've got masks and on and everything. Should have had fucking masks at the beginning of all this bullshit. We've got a couple of schools in Melbourne that are riddled with it. And yet they're not being singled out. Most of the public know the, the reason behind it. But that school's not being singled out because it's an ethnic school. The government won't take aim. Blame the blame, blame the, the ordinary person for the problem. What the fuck are we supposed to do? You can't beat it. You know, they talk about a COVID safe economy. You can't have a COVID-safe economy and public confidence. You've either got to have one, none, or you can't have one or the other. You've got to have either all or nothing. COVID-safe economy still keeps people at home, prevents them going out, prevents the flow of money through business because you can only have so many people in a business at any one time. What the f China's got to pay for this. I don't give a stuff what fucking politicians and diplomacy say. Someone's going to have to whack China. Trump's tried. 
Morrison's been cryptic. Johnson's finally done something. Don't know what Justin Trudeau's done. Haven't heard much out of Jacinda Ardern about it. They're all tippy-toeing around the problem. Forget fucking diplomacy. In the environment we're in, you've got to hold someone responsible, and the CCP needs to be held responsible, regardless of how much of a fucking bully they are. It's one country. And you fucking bubonic plagues back across the China-Russia border. And China's got another swine flu. And they want countries to open their fucking borders, get stuffed. Okay. To close off this rant, I'm going to pose a question. And I want an answer. I want some sort of answers. Same rules apply here as over at my other channel too, by the way. At the end of all of this crap that we're all having to deal with. Okay. Now, if you work in a frontline industry, then answering this question is null and void to you. But if you're unemployed like old mate, or, you know you see the world how it is realistically. Maybe your business might be able to restart. How, how do you win back to the public? How do you get the public going? Because let's face it, without public confidence, there is no economy. People can say, oh yeah, there's an economy, there's an economy. There is no economy. Without the public spending money, Hospitality, small business, stuff like that doesn't work. Now, big business doesn't care. Big business has got money. Big business will survive this. There are industries that will come out on this on top. What about the single person operation? What about the ma-pa business, mum and dad business? What about the hospitality industry? I mean, here in Melbourne and right around the country, it has been smashed. How do you get the public going? Now, if you're in a frontline industry, you don't have a problem. Yes, you're overworked. You're, you're getting belted. IT and comms are going to get absolutely hounded at the end of this. Some people are going to be working 12, 14-hour bloody days just to keep on keep ahead of the game. You, you, you're going to have your head buried. But if you suffer from mental health problems like I do, how do you get out your door? How do you, how do you entice yourself to go? The only reason the other half and I are limiting what we do is because of her. I couldn't give a shit. I don't care. But for her sake, I have to care. Don't give a fuck about me. Seriously. But for her, it's a completely different story. Utterly different. She's number one. I come around number 10 or 20th. But at the end of all this, what do we have to do? Because let's face it, the pollies aren't going to give a fuck. The bureaucrats don't care. They're going to make life harder. A bureaucrat always makes life hard. We all know that. 
what do we do? How do we fix the economy? Because it is going to be left up to us. You can't leave that sort of shit up to a politician or a bureaucrat or a diplomat. They've got no idea. They're not on Main Street. They're in their bubble. Their bubble of everything is fantastic. No, it's not. Because you're not living it. You're not losing your job. You're not losing your business. Now, on the face of it, yes, they've got to have empathy and sympathy for the public. What's the bet? They're in their political bubble laughing. Their job is secure, at least until their next election. Most public servants' jobs are, are, are guaranteed, especially at the moment. But they're laughing. I know our chief medical officer and chief health officers around Australia are having an absolute power trip of this because they've got complete control over the public. And I guarantee you they're not going to want to let go of it. In some cases, we may have to rise up against it. More often than not, though, it's the public that has a better idea of what's really going on out there than someone stuck in an office block. Now, if it is left up to us to rebuild the economy, what do we do? How, how do we... How do we come out of our houses? How do we make sure that wherever we go, we don't run risk? Even when we get a vaccine for this bloody shit of a thing, you're still going to have a lot of people. I've said this before. We have the current pandemic. But when that pandemic ends, we don't have no pandemic. We have a pandemic that you can't fucking see. We have a pandemic that, from an economical point of view, is far worse than the medical pandemic. But we have a hidden pandemic. A pandemic that no one sees. And some people just ignore. The mixed messages that come from the politicians here in Australia is off the charts. And some of the chief health officers around the country as well. Do you know you're being told to stay home? Now, if you tell someone to stay home, they stay home. Latest statistics that were out a month or so ago are showing that people with chronic conditions aren't going to their doctors. They're scared. They're worried that if they go into the doctors, they get crook. So on the one hand, you're told, stay home. If you can stay home, you have to stay home. Well, if you suffer diabetes and you can stay home, you'll stay home, won't you? Then you're told, well, hang on, you didn't go to your doctor. Well, you told me to stay home. I can stay home. One thing I will I would suggest is you just ignore the World, he World Health Organization because all they are is trumpeting to the CCP. I mean, shit. You get every Western country stand up to China and, 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 and the political elite in China. You'll belittle them. Come on. Western countries have got to stand up. 
You've got to sit there and say, hey, listen, fuck off. You screwed the world, we're going to make you pay. There's no point being diplomatic about it. You just come out and fucking say it. Job done. Mate? You get it out, and you go for broke. Forget the diplomatic crap. Forget the freaking tiptoeing around the issue. You come out and you say it. I mean, there are... There are a lot of countries that are free Western democracies. Why don't we all just band together, stand up and nail China for it? Nail the CCP. Back them into a corner until they crumble. They bully us, well, you bully back. One onto 100 or so countries. doable, isn't it? Hmm? I just think everything's fucked. Definitely does show you the massive inequalities around the world, though, doesn't it? Shows you how much that, you know, obviously the wealthy are far better off than the plebs. In some cases, the wealthy don't even give a fuck. They're happy as Larry. You could almost put the very wealthy in the same bubble as a politician and a bureaucrat. Some of them have no idea what's going on in the real world. Remember from the GFC, Wall Street wants Main Street? Well, if you live on Main Street, you're living the problem. You're dealing with it. As much as I know this is a bad idea, but it's a quick fix. Some governments around the world are going to have no choice. They've got to run their money presses. Sure, you get hyperinflation. At least you'll have money in the in the in the bank. Mightn't be worth a lot, but at least you can pay out in your local currency. You know, imagine if you could do this. Okay? And take the hyperinflation out of the equation, take devaluing your, your currency out of the equation, take the monetary side, you know, all that macroeconomic bullshit out of the equation, okay? Just, just forget about that. Let's just talk about printing money, okay? Right now, let's say we didn't have to look after other countries in aid, okay? Imagine if you could just quickly and easily fix a problem with your country. Now, it doesn't matter what country. You fire up your money press and you, 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 where you print your money, the mint, right? You fire it up. And you, you just print money. You print enough money to put into the government bank to pay for things. 
all right? You, you just print money and you just deposit it straight into the government's bank, right? Say, for example, a couple hundred billion dollars a week. You print the money, drop it into the government bank, the Reserve Bank of Australia or something. You just, can, you just, you just, you know, you go to the Mint here in Australia, which is in Melbourne. You tell them to print a couple of hundred billion dollars. You go to the local bank, one of the four major banks in Australia, in Melbourne, and you just deposit the money into the bank like you would, like we do. You know, you get you get a bank note or something, ten, twenty, fifty dollar note. You deposit it in your bank. You do the same thing with that. So you get the the Australian Mint to bash out a couple of hundred billion dollars a week, okay, off the press. You go to one of the four banks in a, in in that part of Melbourne. Socially distancing, of course, and you say, "I want to deposit all this money into the Bank of Australia, into the Reserve Bank." couple hundred billion dollars a week into the reserve bank over five or six month period sure it devalues the crap out of your currency it causes hyperinflation you get a runaway a runaway inflation It's a quick fix though. You print the money for the country and you spend that money. The other option, which is completely breaks economic and money and everything and all this type of stuff, right? Is to freeze your, your, freeze your currency, just freeze it. Like in our case, freeze the Aussie dollar. Have a chat to the mint. Print off a couple hundred billion dollars a week. Drop it into the reserve bank. The reserve bank gives it back to the government. You start pumping money out to save people's lives, livelihoods, businesses, the whole lot. You just start pumping money. Once you get through this, you unfreeze your currency like free money basically it's a bad economic policy it doesn't work but as we always say you know in theory everything always works unfortunately in reality it always doesn't work does it there we go Monday morning rant I think it's, it's going to be up to us as the public to fix the problem we 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 are the ones that are going to cop it. We have to do it. No one else can do it. We have to do it. There we are. Anyway, a bit of a Monday morning state of play rant. Uh, coming up, head back to my main channel, Backyard Tech. And it is the start of V490 week over on my main channel. Talk to you later.